I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation. Go eat your cat jello. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine, the show where we keep it real to real. Uh, exploring vacation movies this month of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, the 1989 Christmas classic. It's the one you all March. you all know. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Have we all seen this one before? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. many times. Oh yeah. I don't know if I ever sat down and watched it all one go. Though. Yeah. It's been on, like, at my cousin's house on Christmas Eve, that kind yeah. of in the background. Yeah. So I've seen most, pretty much all of it, except maybe the yeah. very beginning. Yeah, I think you and I, we saw we saw the, um, like, I think we both had the same reaction when we saw the intro, and we're like, have we ever seen this? <laughs> well, you never saw them driving for the Christmas tree? Well, no, no, know. no. Before that, when you had the credits, oh, the and you had Santa on the roof, oh, yeah, and all that. Yeah. Getting, like, electrocuted. electrocuted. Yeah, I'm like, that, I'm like, okay, I get that. I, I didn't, I, I don't think I ever saw that. I, oh, I no. may have, but... I feel like this movie was is kind of better when it's on in the background at Christmas <laughs> because, well, we actually I don't know if it just feels weird because we watched most of it on Friday and then finished it Saturday and that divided it, but it just felt less substantial than I remembered. Well, watching it that way, I guess, would make it feel like a, almost a little episodic. Yeah, yeah so. that's a good word for it. Yeah, and I always thought he went and grabbed his boss. I, I didn't remember that it was it's a, Eddie. Yeah. 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 Oh, I knew it was Eddie. I knew it was Eddie all along. And was, I mean, it, there I, a similar movie where where a boss got like tied up in his own home for, for Christmas that I'm confusing this with. I can't remember myself. I mean, technically, Violent Night. <laughs> but not a horror Ooh, movie, like a comedy. Yeah. I haven't. I want to see that. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see that one. That one seems cool. Uh, I'm going to introduce ourselves. I'm Nick. I'm Kev. I'm Dan. I'm Joss. Yeah, and Dan and can actually. And I didn't around yeah. being yep. a dog. And I didn't. Get, I didn't get confused this time about who I, <laughs> yeah. about who I am. Yeah, I don't know if you saw in the last one. Dan almost introduced himself as you. I was like, I, I, wait, no, hold on, who am I? Yeah, yeah like, did you almost say, I did. <laughs> you almost said I'm Kaz, and it was great. <laughs> oh, man. I found my own vacation. It didn't end in kidnapping. <laughs> Uh, so this one, I mean, it is obviously the better one. I mean, it is a more, it is, you know, one of those more in the, um, Words are hard today. More in the uh, in societal, more of the uh, in the ether out there. I mean, everybody knows this one, even if you don't know it, you know, or if you've never seen it, you know, some way that's referenced, or you know, for more they have the Wally World mugs, or um, you know, something. Anybody talking about Christmas bonuses? Which actually, I did find out. I did some research, and I actually found an answer to a question you had two episodes ago. Oh. Both of you, too. Clark Griswold's yearly paycheck. Oh, God. It's so, going to be up there. Yeah, so... Like who has I a couch ha- in their bedroom? Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had that, so basically the way I, I figured this out is the national average for, um, in 1989 for Christmas bonuses was 5% of the yearly salary. Jesus. That's so silly. Yeah. So what he said was he was hoping for the full seventy five hundred dollars. So 
Doing the math with that, his mo- his salary is one hundred fifty thousand a year. Jesus, you know which in is the eighties. Yeah, in the eighties, that's eighties money. 80s which money. is the buying power today of three hundred sixty three thousand dollars a year. And you For think of it, I'm like preservatives and additives. Yeah, <laughs> right. So was he a scientist? Yeah, sort of. Yeah, it seemed like he was a designer of but sorts. But in, in the in the next movie, yeah, he got one of his like patents approved. Yeah, for oh like long term, um, like preservatives because he's got like a a bundle of milk that's eight years old oh. and cookies that are four years old, huh. and they still <laughs> taste fresh. So it's. It, that's in the, uh, the uh, okay. I've seen the next movie a zillion times, yeah. so I know this by heart. How sad is that? Yeah. Okay, so that's what he does. So he kind of in in this movie he's like a, a an executive almost because he's wearing like a suit and tie. He's going to bring about the singularity. And then in the next one, he's got like a patent approved. So I don't know if he's yeah. working on the like legal esque side of the whole thing, yeah. or if he's in the 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 actual. You know, chemical. Part he of seems it. like the kind of like '80s turbo dork that would be in the actual like science lab angle. But of he's yeah. walking around in like the offices yeah, in I this movie. Yeah. Chemists would be like the grunts in that kind of work. Yeah. Well, obviously <laughs> he's know. making a lot of money. I mean, even from the first to this movie, there's different houses. That's true. They are different, so they did upgrade a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I do the like kitchen is massive. The kitchen is massive. The yeah. kitchen is great. And I mean, the everything about it is actually pretty good. Yeah. And I mean, you know, this is not a Clark Griswold centric movie. It's so not. it's a lot better. Thank God. Yeah, it's a lot it's better. And I actually well, have a little stupid. Yeah. Because like, yeah. he's like the main character. Yeah. Well, he's always the main character, but it does go on to different perspectives. Yeah. Like, it's not like we got much from any of the kids or anything. We didn't get much from the kids this time. The kids are, are definitely off to the side. Yeah. You know, Rusty was all busy being all, like, Johnny Galecki. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. Uh, Kid Johnny Galecki. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, there are some things where you do see a little bit more. Like, I think I, I kind of related to when Rusty's, like, he's got the... Um, <laughs> He's got the reindeer in his hands, and he's uh, he's like, where are they supposed to go? In the front yard, and he just drops them. Yep. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, what else? You're like, yeah, I I did that. Because we were that age. Yeah, (laughs) I did that. Or it's like, okay, fine, let me just do so. He didn't want to be bothered with really most of anything. Mm. And, you know, that makes sense. But this movie came out in 1989. I think, I know I was a little bit younger than Rusty. Yeah. So, yeah, and you guys are a little bit younger than us. So I we was were, four or five years old. I was yeah. seven. 89, so. 89, we were seven. Yeah. Mm. So that makes sense. Yeah, I I mean, it just I can understand with Clark Griswold just wanting to have some time and just wanting to be kind of, sort of like wanting things to go smoothly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. know, when has anything gone smoothly for a Griswold? Ever, yeah, he's got to yeah. he's got to understand this. Yeah, he just wants a couple of days to go well, and of course, there are times where it's like you know Clark Griswold just being a total ass. Yeah. Well, yeah, and he's kind of bringing it on himself. Yeah, when things don't go well. It's like well, yeah, mm. well, being an ass, but then you know where he has like. I was really happy to see his dad was played by Carl Reiner and his yeah. mother-in-law is played by Doris Roberts. Yeah. You know, I saw him like, okay, now I get it. 
Oh, he's Raymond. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to cut the turkey, Deb. Deb. Ah. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Um, there are those little things like when he's putting the lights up and wanting to do a really great thing and then, you know, nailing his or stapling his shirt to the roof instead. And, you know, you kind of feel bad for Julie Louis-Dreyfus a little bit. A little bit. But that laser disc player, man, I destroyed Okay, the ice luge thing from the gutter, that is probably one of the fucking funniest scenes, I swear to God. Because why is the carpet wet, and, and the thing is ruined, the carpet's wet, and they're arguing about what it could have been, and I'm just like, this is this is so fucking relatable, because there's no evidence as to what the hell broke the damn, the, the glass, yeah. <laughs> the laser like displayer, like, the carpet's drenched. What the hell happened? It's like, we got a mystery on our hands there, gang. And it's just, it's like when, when the dog walks up to you and you go and pet him, you're like, why are you sticky? <laughs> this is a mystery no one's gonna win. How did the dog turn blue? What happened? Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was still one of the funniest off-camera sounds. Just you, just you wrestling with that dog in the back. He's like, no, I don't want it. I, feel like, I thought they were, um, the neighbors were more of a threat than they turned out to actually be. Really? Well, they're they're just like the, the yuppie it. asshole neighbors. Yeah. yeah they didn't really do anything other than get their crap shit on by, you know, having a tree cut down and fall through the window. Well, this, yeah. this movie kind of kind of throws the whole, you know, the whole, you know, dinks are bad. Yeah. Uh, double, in, you know, dual income, no kids uh, yeah. situation. Yeah. Meaning yeah. this table. Yeah. <laughs> they're trying to say is like, oh, these people are bad because they don't have any kids. They don't know what family is. Yeah. It's, it's the whole yuppie thing from the 80s. Mm-hmm. They're, they're the epitome of yuppie. Yeah. You know, they have money. They yeah. they like you know, they, they like to hang out together yeah. with wine and expensive uh-huh. things because they can afford it because they don't have children. Uh, and Clark probably wishes he was them. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's why they don't yeah. get along, because Clark's <laughs> like, I regret children. Yeah, yeah. Although he he'll never say it out loud, but he's like, I regret children. Yeah. Yeah, you you're pretty right, yeah. You're right. Although they have the weirdest decor in that place, yeah. the lamps that look like what do you say? They look like soup bowls. Yeah, a stack of uh, white porcelain soup Welcome bowls. Welcome to the eighties. And I'm just thinking, yeah. if you're gonna do that, just at least make the shade resemble palm fronds. Then it makes sense. Yeah. I don't feel I have to explain my art to you, Warren. Warren. Yeah. <laughs> They're just it's just weird. Oh, welcome to the eighties again. Yeah. Art Just Deco, right? Really odd. Yeah. Art Deco is more like the 30s. Okay, then. Yeah. yeah. So then just basically 80s weirdness. Yeah. But maybe they recycled it, you know, like Art like, Nouveau in the 60s. Well, you say, like, Art, yeah. Art Nouveau is like Elvin and Art Deco yeah. is like Dwarven. Yeah! yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. It's all ang- Art Deco is all like angular and just kind of, and like, okay. Art, and Nouveau is everything's all flowy swishy. and gotcha. swishy. Like yeah. Based on plants. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, you expect like um, expect like they would have posters just off camera, or something that would look like every hairdresser had that in a while. <laughs> just, yeah, you all know what I'm talking just about. All, right? Just all the different ha- haircuts. Yeah, so but just, just like, like, you know, like lines on. Yeah, just like strange neon and the weird. Like every hairdresser in the '80s had the same style posters. Oh. 
Yeah. Patrick Nagel? Is yeah. that the artist? Yeah, I, I think that I, he, I noticed he, that, he, and I looked Yeah, that. That everyone had that same style, and the weird-ass neon or something. It's or, like a black yeah. outlines, and the... Yeah. Like a woman with long black hair, and she'd be white, like yeah. col- like literally. Yeah, like. Uh, and there would be some maybe neon pink accents yeah. or something. Yeah, or did you see something for some outdated store? I just wanted to see some malls or something in there that would just resemble this eighties. Yeah, Patrick Nagel. Although I do the like artist. that the... Um, I don't think we ever actually. Yeah, the malls actually were so beige. Yeah. The, the mall scene that that's yeah. in this movie is very beige. Yeah. Because it has, like, that whole... Yes. I wonder wonder if he was inspired by, like, Japanese prints or something. A little bit. Looks looks a hell of a lot like Sayuki. Mm. uh, It's a Persona 5 reference for for those three people who got it. (laughs) Sayuri. 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 I got it wrong. I even screwed up my reference. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the mall is very weird, and, you know, I like the fact that there's just not really much outside the house here. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's, it's very much in the house. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we're, it, it's the anti-vacation movie yeah. where they're everywhere, and now they're just not. Everything's just at home. But I think as we all get older as well, you kind of, like, live for that vacation where you don't go anywhere. The staycation? Six yeah. more days. Yeah. And I'll be on one. Yeah, that you, you don't have to I go anywhere. And you don't have to do anything, and you're like, okay, I don't have to see outside my door for six days. I mean, I have to because this little Gino. Okay, you don't have to get in the car for a little while. Just like I'm not leaving the confines of this block. Yeah. Just this this section of the block. Yeah. It's like I'm not going anywhere for days. It's going to be great. Yeah. Like, don't you want to get out of the house? No. No. All my stuff is here. I spent, <laughs> I spent a lot of money making this place the way I like it. <laughs> uh, so let's get into this here. So you have Clark Griswold just wanting to go ahead of a great Christmas with his entire family and his and, entirety of it. And he should know better by now. Yeah, <laughs> right. It not go well. So yeah. he wants it to. Uh, and he needs and, to invite that nice, uh, the and, nice German couple. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Took them in and fed them. It's just like, what, where are they? Yeah. Right. Least, let me introduce you to this kind of Christmas. It'll be great. And, you know, they drive out and they're going to go find out to the country. They're going to find a tree. And the kids are played, as we mentioned, by Johnny Galecki and, um, oh man, Juliet Lewis. Juliet Lewis, yeah. And who is. Well, you know, not bad. You know, they they don't do really that bad here, but um, I like Johnny Lucky, and I like their style where they're kind of just like not really, not really wanting to do much. So like, why are we doing this? Typical kids who just don't really want to do anything, right? You know, and see, I like I like Rusty in this, but like knowing, like you know, with Future Vision, knowing that he ends up on Big Bang Theory, I'm just kind of. Ugh. Yeah. I had the opposite reaction because I knew. Wait, Ru- oh, I'm sorry. We're talking about the kids. I was thinking yeah. of a different character. Rusty is um, Leonard, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but I, I kind of equate that he was on Roseanne first. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm like, okay, he just. Uh, I try not to re- think much about Roseanne. Yeah. She recently did an interview with Alex Jones. That tells you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, no, no, no. no. Two people who you don't want to hear yeah. talking to each other. Besides <laughs> the fact there, but that was an ensemble show where everybody yes. else was good, and you just kind of like the Cosby show. You just kind of watch for everybody else. Yep. 
you know, like, okay, Claire was really good. You just wait for Bill to shut up and everybody else starts moving around. Yes. You know, and, um, but this just, I, I like it where they're trying to figure out where they're trying to get a tree and they're trying to figure out what we can do, uh, you know, um, when Audrey's teeth are chattered and her eyes are frozen open. <laughs> Sorry, Clark. Yeah. She can't see anything. She's blind. Yeah. Her eyes are fro her eyes are frozen open and they realize they didn't bring any tools. So they literally pull oh, this God. tree out of the ground. <laughs> How they do this we is never beyond see. me. But they pull this frozen ass tree, this huge frozen ass tree it's just out of the ground and strap it to the roof. Where they get the roots out from mm. this tree again, beyond me. I Griswold, Griswold rage. Mm. Yeah, I, that's what I think like happened. He just, he just straight hulked out and ripped this thing clean out. That's of the what I think happened. Is Clark Griswold realized that he didn't have any tools, but we were kind of we drove out here. My daughter's frozen. My kids are bitching, and my, everybody just wants to go. But I <laughs> want this just, damn tree. We're gonna gloss and, over yeah. how he gets there too by yeah. you know, getting stuck under a fucking you know. <laughs> 18 wheeler. Yeah, okay. That one. Uh, that one is, uh, that hits me personally. Because my grandfather owned a trucking company for years. And he always cautioned my sister and I all the time about driving near 18 wheelers. Be very fucking careful. Yeah. I and drive just, professionally and I'm, I still hate yeah. driving anywhere near. Yeah. And yeah, his words were always give them the power of attorney and just stay out of their way. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. You know, just stay out of their way. And just, wheels yeah. beats four. It's yeah, like, don't don't. Have you ever been boxed in by by three of them before? Yes, I have. I have too. That yeah. is fucking frightening. Yeah. Yes, I have. Yeah. Yeah, and it's you know I, I've seen Smokey and the Bandit too, and I mean it's yeah. not as fun as it looks. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not as fun as it looks at all. I'm just thinking of yeah. shit. What's that? A <laughs> uh, duel. Yeah. Oh, oh, god. Duel, oh god. Yeah. Duel, that, that that is a terrifying truck too. Yeah. By the way, just yeah. that that rust. Bucket. Yeah. That movie oh. will make you afraid of trucks. Mm -hmm. I now I want to see a, a, a rom com between the dual truck and Christine. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> why can't I remember the, the <laughs> character? The character's name. That the the kid that Christine was like in love with and yeah. was haunting. Why can't I? I read the I read the goddamn me too. book. Yeah. yeah, me too. Yeah. A long, long time. Yeah, ago. me too. So Clark's holiday venture, uh, Clark's holiday uh, plans inadvertently cause steady escalating chaos for the yuppie, the yuppie neighbors Margot and Todd Chester. Uh, when Clark and Ellen's parents arrive for Christmas, they quickly start bickering to annoy the family. However, Clark maintains a positive attitude and remains uh, uh, undeterred in his plans, including where he's trying to go ahead and cover the house with entire with thousands of lights. Uh, enough sucks enough power to divert passing satellites. I love, but I love the cartooniness of this movie. <laughs> Where it's like, okay, that can't happen, or it might, you know, would divert from the power source so much, or divert from the... You can't plug into the power source unless you have, like, an HOA, <laughs> you know, and a homeowner's association where everybody that goes, you know, goes off the one power grid in the neighborhood. I thought that was how Texas did things. It's like, we don't need your power grid. We got our own. Yeah. Oh, no. Ice. Yeah. Power grid at home. Yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! You know, <laughs> it's like, I like France too. 
<laughs> oh shit, the Germans are here. Hi, oh, Americans! <laughs> oh, no, please, come. Build a Disneyland near Paris. We won't go. We won't go, but build it. <laughs> Wait, is... Sorry. Is that familiar? That's Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. Ah, yeah, I yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> Texas does Life the same damn thing. Yep. Yeah. I give cigarette to baby. Yeah. Oh, look at you! I'm giving a cigarette to oh, a Greenpeace boat coming. Oh, fuck off! I sink you. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey looking in here like three fingers. What am I fucking born? Born? Fuck off! Ball? <laughs> yeah. Where you just where they take off the power source? I can kind of relate to that. It's like, look, I just want to put a good home together. I just want everybody to be okay. And, you know, even when he says later, when he's talking to his dad, and it's that beautiful thing with him and Carl Reiner. And, I mean, Carl Reiner is super underrated and semi-forgotten now. Mm. Um, but he created so many damn good shows that he was... You know, Mary Tyler Moore, oh, right. yeah, the yeah, Family, yeah, yeah. Dick Van Dyke... I um, he had a hand in Carol Burnett coming up in a row, you know. I love that movie. You know, and, yeah, me too. I love her so much. Yeah, me too. And, um, you know, but he, he had, you know, the basically all 60s, 70s TV he kind of had a hand in and mm. creating all that and then just moving forward. I mean, he just, he's such a damn genius. <laughs> I, I, I can talk about Carl Reiner all day. <laughs> Uh, where they're getting everything together, and then comes the foil in the plan a little bit, where Eddie and Catherine arrive. They, but they just show up. It's yeah. not like you hear that now. Okay, yeah. again, driving an RV. Yeah. You don't hear the RV. Mm-mm. This is the quietest fucking RV I've ever heard mm-hmm. in my life. Especially for the 80s. Even if it was brand new, it would yeah. be making rattles and bangs. It yeah. would even have that shh sound yeah. when it, you know, parks or whatever. You hear nothing. Yeah. They just show up. Yeah. They're just there. Yeah. <laughs> but I do like the entrance when that shows up, because I've kind of, like, now seeing the last one, I kind of forgot about Eddie for a little while. And I know he was in Kansas, wasn't he? Um, or Arkansas? I thought it was Arkansas, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Well, or, they didn't No, Arkansas would be off the path. Yeah. So no. he's probably in Kansas. Because, like, the, the direction they took, they kind of dodged the entire, like, East Coast Oh, if you remember okay. from that crazy yeah. computer map. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, so it was probably Kansas, maybe Oklahoma. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. yeah. I don't well, remember exactly. But. Yeah, well, a confusion between Kansas and Arkansas. Well, uh, the... Um, Kansas or Arkansas, Corey. Yeah. yeah. It's like one's flat, one's all... Uh, <laughs> one's entirely flat, one's full of rednecks. Yeah. Figure out which is which. <laughs> I used to, when I was a little kid, I thought Arkansas was a separate state from Arkansas. <laughs> and also Kansas. It's spelled that way. Yeah. Oh, well, when I went to Kansas, I remember I'm like, I'm in a different world. And I went on a business trip for three weeks and they wanted me to run the call center for a company I used to work for. And they vetted me, tried to do it. Ultimately, I said no. But once I got off the plane, went to baggage claim, and there's a sign saying, if you have your gun, just go see the sheriff. Like, it's like, <laughs> I'm, that's different. I'm a stranger in a strange land. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, it's a little different from my little liberal area of Massachusetts. Shit, all right, this is new. And stranger me, in a strange land. I'm yeah. going to keep my head down. Yeah. And then, <laughs> me, I have to take Dramamine in order to fly. 
Yeah. You know, in order to do that. So if I if I land a certain you know, take a short flight, I can't really drive that much after or if it's a short distance I'm okay with. Which means anytime we ever go flying with Nick, we're gonna be the ones who are sober. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're gonna love me too. too. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'll be fun. But be I entertaining land. as yeah. hell. I, I'm gonna be the sober one because I'm gonna be the yay, we're going on a plane, and yeah. it's gonna be hey. Yeah. <laughs> so I landed in Kansas, and, and I'm my, the one like, what's that noise? Yeah. <laughs> I landed in Kansas. I was meeting my friend Kathy, and you know she was flying in from the Toronto office. You know, like five, ten minutes after. So we meet in the little lobby area, get our bags. She's like, okay, we got everything. You're still on drugs, right? <laughs> like the whole area just shut up and turned towards me. I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> I'm okay. It's like, it's jamming me. Not yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I remember trying to talk to the rental car place about it. I'm like, we need a car. <laughs> you know, I'm car. gonna wait for I'm my not friend. Driving. Yeah, I'm gonna wait for my friend. Okay. <laughs> um, so the prior positivity year, yeah. Clark and Eddie, with uh, Catherine and Eddie arrive, and I do like their entry where they have that. All the kids are there. Like, yeah, the, the lights look really good, Clark. That's really nice. I'm like, what? What the? F- wait, what? What? You're here? When did you get here? Yeah. Surprise! They're here, and their children, Rocky, Ruby, Sue, and their pet Rottweiler, Snot. Oh, Snot. Ah. Uh, He's got a problem. Yeah. Snot, oh, yeah, we found him, and he just showed up. And it's, it's, like, like, it's like when a cat adopts you. It's just like, well, I guess I'm a cat owner now. Yeah. That, that, no, that's me. There's a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Eddie later admits that they're living in the RV once they arrived and they broke, uh, you know, he went broke and he had to sell their home, sell their land. Clark offers to buy gifts for the kids. Well, this is where Clark becomes a little redeemable. A little bit, yeah. He buys gifts yeah. for the children. Yeah. Yeah. A little redeemable, saying, like, nobody should have a tough Christmas. Nobody should have a tough time. However, when they're at the freaking mall and then Clark just becomes Clark again when he's hitting on the sales lady. Yeah. <sighs> You had it, and then you lost it. Yeah, like oh yeah, it's a little of the jug though. It's funny, and it's nipply outside. That that was kind of funny. Yeah, it's a tidbit nipply, but yeah. the breast of it. Mm. Then when he says his wife is dead, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, okay, Mark. you had it. You were okay. You're right. You then... were right there. Yep. You're right there. He kind of had a redeemable arc. He's okay. And then, like, what the hell? At least he's not a CIA agent again. Yeah. Yeah. That, oh, No one even has an arc in this. Oh, I'm talking about the arc through the entire, you know, like, all the movies. Yeah. Oh, so, far. so far. He's had, like, he's had a redeemable thing. And and they just, and, and at the end of it, Clark learns nothing. No. Yeah. It's, it's the, yeah. it's, it's basically the, mm. the, thread of these movies. It's yeah. Like Clark is an asshole. Yeah. Clark continues to be an asshole. Yeah. Movie ends. Clark learns nothing. Yeah. Uh, now, I love when the movie kind of loses me here a little bit, but then when Aunt Bethany and Uncle Lewis show up. 
And I'm like, okay, Lloyd Bridges is in the movie. You got me now. I just want to hear him say spanky. Spanky. And, and then Rolling Thunder shows up. Yeah. <laughs> Already strongest man in the world fights with a bowling ball. Ah, <laughs> uh, like that, that, that Adventures of P&P. Brilliant. Show. It was uh. That that was a wilder show than I ever actually truly understood yeah. when I was a kid. Because I, I just recently, again, watched, like, the intro. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this show's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. And here's the thing that's weird. It only had 32 episodes. Uh-huh. Th- this was, like, Three some seasons. full-on, like, yeah. almost, um... It's This is some weird. Twin Peaks for Kids nonsense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Big fucked time. up. Oh, you know, like, with the kid with the magnetic... Cowlet, yeah. Johnny, yeah. you in the universe. Yeah. The, the man always points north. Did you guys ever watch Indi- Airy, Indiana? <laughs> no. Maybe I saw one. No. Okay. Airy, Indiana is is uh, very similar. Yeah. It, was it in one of those um, uh, like oh, anthology yeah. shows? No. It had a oh, it had a plot line. It was oh, about a kid who moved different. who ended up moving from like. Like the East Coast to, weirdly enough, it stars the guy, uh, the guy who was, uh, was in Hocus Pocus. Omri Katz. Omri right? Katz. Yep. Why do I? Okay. Why do I remember that? I name? don't know. <laughs> He's got a very strange name. I get it. Omri Katz and James uh, James Marsden, who did the voice of, weirdly enough, who did the voice of say of um uh. You almost said Salem Moon. We're talking. No, I was gonna mask? say Salem, but that's Salem. Right. But that's not right. But the black cat in um. Oh, in Hocus um, Pocus. Uh, Thackeray. Thackeray Banks. Thackeray Banks. Yeah. He did that. He was... Okay. He did lots of voices. He's the voice of, um, uh, Haru in Spirited Away. Okay. Um, he did, he did a lot of voice acting. <laughs> but I can't think of, of, of a TV show or anything that you've actually seen this guy in, unless you watch <laughs> Step by Step. Um... And I did back in the day. Dana's okay. boyfriend. I forgot. Yeah. Dana's really short, black-haired boyfriend. I forgot, like, everything. Oh, jeez. You actually yeah. probably know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. I do. Because <laughs> I watch Step by Step religiously. Yeah, yeah, I did too. Yep. Thanks, TGIF. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch TGIF. Yeah. Right, yeah. That was appointment television, damn it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was, uh, it was actually good too. I loved it. Um, it was good, yeah. Step by step, family matters. Um, yeah. And you said, does it family matters step. still hold up or something? I watched a couple episodes recently. It's actually pretty good. Huh. It's it really it's, wasn't a bad show. No, but it, it became the Urkel show real fast. Yeah, but later, later seasons. Later seasons. Later seasons. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, later seasons did. Yeah, um, when it was canceled and moved over to CBS, which is it was why like, we need a sitcom yeah. where Urkel and Fonzie have to move in together yeah. as breakout characters that took over their shows. And three, three episodes in, Urkel is dead and Fonz is in jail. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe Fonz wants to make Urkel cool. Okay, but well, then Urkel makes Fonz get in touch with his inner Jaleel White was in a terrible sci-fi movie with yeah. an oversized shark. <laughs> Jaleel White is Sonic. Yeah. I know. Yeah. The original Sonic. I that know. Yeah. Too many chili dogs. But where was I going with this? Good. But I've lost my train of thought because I was going mm. somewhere with this. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh gotta go fast. <laughs> no, I love this tangent anyway. Oh, <laughs> that was before Oh, it was Erie, Indiana. Oh, yeah. 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 No, it was about a kid who went to, who moved to a place and like, <laughs> but like Elvis is still alive. 
Yeah. And like lives next door. Oh. There are pod people who like, yeah. but they're but the pods are actually Tupperware, but Tupperware that, that works. I saw that. Yeah, keeps that's, them young forever. Keeps them young forever. But that means the kids were been in seventh grade for like, for like 50, fifty years. years. And, but he, uh, the mm-hmm. kid, ends up telling him to stop doing it. And they actually grow up within like a day. They get to their their actual age within a day. Oh, that would suck though if you had to go from to fifty all yeah. once. You'd like, disintegrate. But mm. uh, they find out he finds out that the mayor is actually an alien, and he's been trying to take over this this town for like oh, wow. years. It's a book. Boy, it's boy. actually a book series uh. that I read. Because yeah. uh. I'm weird. <laughs> but it became a TV show, yeah. and yeah. I think you can actually watch the TV show. It was I'm called like, Foreverware. Was the Foreverware? That's right. Yeah. Was the Tupperware. That's that they right. Slept in. Yeah. It was left. It was Foreverware. Yep. That's forever the wear. one episode I saw. I'd heard about it. That's from the. My f- yeah. I think it's the first episode, actually. Uh. Yep. Now, some of the stuff like I believe to like the preservation stuff that Clark is making with the. <laughs> Yeah, well, I was looking for a way in. But the, uh, <laughs> oh, the preservation where he's like trying to like glaze that preserves chips. Mm. And, you know, talking about maybe he can make a good bonus. And that's where I figured out what his bonus would be like. And a good central point of this is the interactions with him in the office. And he's with the boss. And the boss <laughs> is just seriously an asshole. It's a very stereotypical, very. Doesn't car- know his name. Yeah, it keeps Kinda calling the Mr. wrong Burns yeah. type. Yeah, you know, call him gr- Greaseball and Grizzball, you know, you know, are different names that he can't put together. You know, he can't do it and at the end where he finally calls him, but it's really, it is very much Mr. Burns, you're right. Yeah, at least not the, maybe not, I don't know about the billionaire part, but yeah. the jerk boss who doesn't really care about their yeah. color. Although, didn't yeah. Mr. Burns at least have a name of Homer's family, but... Yeah. Remember his Well, that was something? the uh, that was the episode. That like was real the uh, Simpsons. Yeah, that was where Mr. Burns was shot. And that was the whole thing where he actually remembered everybody in the Simpsons but he couldn't remember Homer at all. Yeah, and then Clark's when he wakes working. up, he just keeps saying Homer Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson. Homer Homer Simpson. Simpson. Yeah. I remember that because I had a bet and uh, I think whenever that whenever it came out and I won twenty seven cents. Mr. Yeah, I guessed wow, it right away. What a payout. <laughs> yeah, I guessed it right away. Hey, the other time when they had a death in the you know in the series, I guessed it and I won a hundred bucks. Nice. That was, that, was when, that was when we lost Phil Hartman, right? No, when Maude no. Flanders died. Oh, oh right. Yeah. yeah. We were like, what like what's which character's gonna die? Which character you know Well, wasn't that because the voice actor died? No, 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 no. no. That was no. for Bopple. No. Oh. Yeah, Miss Carbapel died, but when they, that that one was because her the voice actor who played Maud Flanders, she didn't live in California, Ugh. so every time they did, they flew her in, and she just asked like, "Hey, can you please pay for my ticket? I'll fly in, I'll do whatever you need to." They're like, "No," and they're like, "Well, please pay me more," and they're like, "Well, you're fired." Wow, that's yeah, kind of a dick move. It was a really dick yeah. move. It was seriously a dick move. Yeah. They brought her back, which is why you have, uh, you know, um, uh, Milhouse's parents got back together because she also voiced Luann. Oh. Yeah. You know, so that's why they got there, but they still have Maude Flanders dead. Yeah, but do you sleep in a race car van? Yeah. I sleep <laughs> in a big bed with my wife. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's still one of the greatest lines ever. That's what. There, but, yeah. Oh, Mrs. Corbapple's death was like one of the saddest yeah. fucking episodes ever. Yeah. And when um, I thought they didn't really talk about it. Um, no, they like did. They did. No, they, they did. did. Yeah, they acknowledged it I can't flat remember. out. 
Yeah, they acknowledge um, it flat out. Because Principal it's, Skinner like, yeah. had like a there was a wicked. Yeah, the whole thing was just sad, and Bart writing the yeah. whole. Um, yeah, I'll miss you forever. Yeah, on the board. Yeah, and there was uh, there was a scene with um, Nelson walking by the Flanders house, and he's like, no, no, Flanders is looking at Scarapple's picture, mm. and you know he goes, oh, I miss her, and Nelson goes, Yeah, me too, and it's like it's really like it's just, really sad. Yeah, the whole thing yeah. Is just sad. But they, yeah. did they they never gave the character like a cause of death? Did they? No, no, it was just, no, it was just she's gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and they had to realize and deal with that. But anyways, back to where we were. Yes, here. anyway. But, um, you know, so where we had this, like, one of the coolest things I noticed about the movie is, like, the fun, the fun stuff. He, you know, Clark walks in and he wants to give his boss a present. Okay, like, hey, we got same. your present. You, you notice this now, don't they're you? All, I, they're all they're the all same. They're all the exact I, same shit. I actually noticed it, like, the third or fourth time they? I watched you it. Know? It's probably, like, a coffee only, maker or yeah. something. I, I honestly thought, because maybe it's because I've seen the movie so many yeah. times, but I actually thought it was probably jam. Because, yeah. you know, he gives them You're right. the yeah. whole year supply but, of jam and yeah. jellies. But it was like a sewing machine shaped thing. Yeah. I always thought it was a dildo. <laughs> but it wasn't right, dildo then. shaped. It was like... Uh, it kind of was. It was shaped like a... Or an owl on its back. It's got like a... See? It's got Shut like up. a weird like <laughs> box thing with a long thing on the side. So it's either like a cheese plate or that would be round. Yes, it kind of does look like a dildo. But... <laughs> okay, yes. now somebody I don't know. Let me see. It's hmm. got like it's got like a long L shaped side thing with yeah. a box. So yes, it kind of looks like a dick in a ball. It's like dick. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to figure out a that nice way. See, I'm just picturing uh, the penetrator from Saints Row the Third. <laughs> it's not that long. Yeah. Dildo sword? Yeah. Or bat, actually. Uh, oh, I love that it can some moons. Uh, <laughs> anyway, when this says, episode's released, others are saying, like, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, but see that, like, he wants to get this bonus because he wants to build a pool. And get the swimming pool. Even has a mock-up on his desk of what the pool is going to look like with it's a little an, diving it's board. It's ground pool. I, I, not going to lie, I play with that. Ding, mm. boing, boing, boing. Mm. Yep. Uh, it's an in-ground pool, too. It's yeah. not an above-ground pool. So, diving board. So, Aunt Bethany, my favorite character in this whole damn movie, and <laughs> Uncle Lewis. <clears throat> the two of them who can't hear shit, can't yeah. do... Can't hear anything, and you know, well, then, well, they can't hear anything. The after blessing, a, yeah. After a the blessing, all the time. That yeah. Sound, that sounds it, yeah. <laughs> Is Rusty still in the navy? <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that she's like, oh, she's sent a fixed income, so she wraps up stuff around the house and gives it away as presents, and she wraps up her, her cat. cat. She wraps up the fucking cat. And, Ooh, poor cat. <laughs> yeah, because after the disastrous dinner during that, Bethany's cat's electrocuted. Uh, okay. <laughs> we have to continue the animal abuse. Yeah. Do you, do you want to know what the the presents were? You seriously got it? According to, um, yeah. well, according to IMDb uh, trivia, so I, I don't know how... Whatever it is. Is, is all the presents that were on the credenza when, um, are identically shaped and likely the same gift. 
it is a desk organizer. When this movie came out, pen sets came in an L-shaped arrangement. The writing instruments were on the flat part, and the raised section held post-it notes. Paper clips and other holders were also a possibility. Hmm. Huh. No kidding. Uh, yeah. No kidding. God dang. The, yeah, the... The, the and, um, we catch a large cute and Uncle Lewis accidentally burns down the tree while lighting the cigar. Oh, how does it? How did he not feel the fire in the back? I don't know, man. You know when that happened? Like, oh, the tree was dying anyway. Yeah, and, and I mean Lloyd Bridges doesn't really have to say much, and I mean it reminds me of a really great movie he was a part of was was um. A movie called Mafia. Mm. Has anyone seen that? Yeah, like with an exclamation point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he played. It was a parody of The Godfather, and he was Don. Yep. Co- he was the Don Corleone character. Yep. Yeah, and you just—he's a really great physical comedian. I mean, he just—he didn't have much here, but he's really funny when he doesn't really move, or he doesn't really have to move. Like he's caught. How many cigars did he smoke? I don't know. I. Yeah, well, I mean, I he, he, had, don't know. he oh. had to smoke several of them. because oh, Uncle Lewis his... is William Hickey. It's William Hickey? Yep. Oh. That's why I kept saying it's not Lloyd Bridges. I'm pretty sure it's not Lloyd Bridges. Oh, damn. Yeah, I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's not him. Well, he's still funny. He I mean, is. He's the, very you know, funny. You know, but our... he's still the guy from Pete and Pete. Yeah. Grandpa, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah, when he has that, or when he comes in and like Chevy Chase takes his hat off and he's got the he's got the toupee underneath mm-hmm. and puts the toupee oh, back yeah. and the the physical comedy in this, which we can't we can't even you know do it justice here in an audio medium. But I mean that's something that's really funny just to see. Uh, but it's uh, instead of the bonus, they find out that Clark says he's got a uh, membership in the Jolly of the Month Club. Yep. And it, and Wait, we're already there. Yeah. When we you didn't talk about that sledding scene. Okay. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. the sledding scene. The, the sledding scene. Sled- yeah. That's the best scene for yeah. me. I think. Yeah. It just the sledding scene reminds me of the time a bunch of us all went decided to go sledding, but none of us remembered to bring a sled. So, uh, <laughs> so what did you do? Friend of the a friend of the podcast and a member of the network, Corey, um, handed his glasses to somebody and said, "Just said, hold these," and then flung himself oh bodily down the hill, just like penguin style. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He still went down. Yeah. So let's all go sledding. It's going to be a great idea. Did anyone bring a sled? Crickets. I just know that kids would bring sheets of cardboard to the big red slide and use that to go faster on the slide. So I don't know if cardboard would work as a sled. The cardboard would probably absorb all the uh, snow. I would say it absorbed the the, uh, static charge from that slide because that thing would electrocute you on the way down. Yeah. Yeah. No, I meant down like I'm talking the big red slide at... uh, we're talking at, uh, at Pierce yeah. Beach, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that thing would electrocute the shit out of you going down it. Uh, yeah. Oh, because once when it was plastic. Yeah. Now yeah. it's metal. Yeah. yeah. When it was plastic, and it was just like just you get out the hurts. bottom of your head, you yeah. go, like yeah. all your hair's on end. I really don't think they should have made it out of metal I get, when they remade Ugh. it, because now it just kind of hurts 
I just remember one one time yeah. here speech, my cousin Greg was trying to climb up the inside, and I just kept throwing rocks down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good times. Right. Uh, <laughs> I get it all. I find I'm at the top, just flinging rocks at him. Ow! Hey! Ow! I, I think that the sledding scene is <laughs> any story that starts. Most- <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like because we have a circular sled. But yeah. it's plastic. Yeah, uh, but where you can see it at some points, if you pause it or if you have a 4K TV, you can see the runners on the bottom. <laughs> or it's, it's very clearly it's not Chevy Chase. And then when when they zoom in a bit, you can so clearly see Chevy Chase is on a green screen. Yeah, you know, being turned and twisted around and. You know, it's a good callback to the first movie where they fall asleep and they have the station wagon and oh. somehow they end up in a motel or parking lot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, where they do that, I mean, that one is kind of funny, but it gets me every time because I forget about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, where he does that, he takes off and he just shoots like a fucking rocket out there. Pew, pew, yeah. Fire. But when he goes through, when he goes through the porter potty. Oh no! Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I see you later, Wrong movie. <laughs> uh, it's you know when he gets the jelly of the month club. This is my favorite Clark Griswold rant. Is when he finally realizes that the boss he's really trying to remain loyal to really doesn't give a shit. Ah uh, yes. <laughs> your boss is oh, not your friend. Fucking goddamn fucking little cut. Like he's making up swear words. Got a finger. Like, yeah. uh, like the dad from uh, yeah. Christmas Story. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. No, yeah. he was mostly coming up with weird animal based insults. Mm. Not. Uh, yeah. Or something, I don't know. Yeah. The, the, um, when he snaps angrily there and everybody wants to leave and he does the, you know, the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the house. <laughs> yeah. You know, which is, which is my all time favorite line in any Christmas movie. And it really sad that it came out of Jimmy Chase's mouth, but I mean, it's <laughs> like, you know, where they get this, like, okay, I wish we could go ahead and get him down there and get him out of this freaking old jolly old house where rich people live. Bring him down here and show us how we're doing here. And Eddie goes, okay. Yep, but basically, if I'm going to get you a present, this is the present yeah. you're getting. I want him here with a bow and tied behind her head, tied behind his back. And they're like, oh, okay, oh, sure. Well, yeah. isn't the most, if you're trying to look for like an ugly Christmas sweater or t-shirt or something, isn't the most common two movie phrases you're going to find is either uh, Merry Christmas, you filthy animal, yep. or shitter's full. Yeah. Yep. The shitter's full is vice funny. <laughs> I mean, no matter what, that's still funny because every time, even friends of mine and fans of the show, uh, Jay and Chrissy, and I mean, they... I remember working with Jay years back, and he always said, you know, we're going to have a classy Christmas. We're not going to end up like Cousin Eddie. <laughs> and he had a Cousin Eddie-style hat. <laughs> you know, all the time. He's like, I'm not going to end up like, dude, come on. And you walk out of the bathroom during Christmas season, you're like, shader's full. <laughs> I, have, I have one of those Ushanka hats, like yeah. the postal version of it. They're surprisingly comfy. Yeah. Mm, I think I have one, too, somewhere. Especially for my giant-ass head. It's hard <laughs> to find hats that work. <laughs> yeah. 
That's your problem. <laughs> we have very similar sized heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah I suppose. Yeah, uh, but yeah, there's that on the on my commute into work. There's this um, there's this one house that mm. had that bought like one of those twelve foot. Um, uh, Home Depot skeletons yeah. back in the day, and they have like maybe a dozen smaller skeleton things. And for every every holiday, they rearrange the skeletons and put them in different costumes. Oh wow! Around Christmas time, there was a skeleton out uh, like at street level with a little hose, and it was connected to a little inflatable <laughs> RV, and it had the hat and the bathrobe. <laughs> that is awesome. That is great. <laughs> You gotta, uh, you gotta try to figure out where people get these things, yeah. or how they make these things. Well, the 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 skeletons are like the plastic ones you get right, from right, wherever, right. and the twelve foot. They just put different outfits on them and set the whole thing up. Like the, this family, I think you know, I think I'd get along with these folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like the insanity of that, and then um, a sweet moment true happens when um, um. Clark is also trying to help Ruby Sue out, saying that Santa's going to come along. And he's like, well, we didn't get anything last year. We didn't get much of any of that. And, you know, why do you have to have him him with a fantasy scene or something? You have some way where he's trying to figure out how to pay for everything. At least do do something. Uh, It... it, well, a pool, him fantasizing about a pool makes sense because that's yeah. what he wanted—a pool. Yeah, did he have to bring back the sales girl too? Uh, fantasy. Yeah, you know, that is like, oh wow, we're okay. Like, like I mean, he, he, it's it was kind of funny a little bit where you had you know the girl and the the girl in the Ferrari in the first movie, like the first few times. It's like okay, you got all the family fighting and he's daydreaming a little bit. But then, no, There's this no is not when it's played out. Yeah, there was no real reason for it. Yeah, it is like, okay, just so we could have some sort of, um, uh, like a Judge Reinhold scene with Fast Times at Richmond High. It, it makes sense for Judge Reinhold, though, because he's a horny teenager. Yeah. You know? Yeah, right. And, I mean, Clark Griswold is in his 30s, 40s. 40s. At this point, and he's like, oh, God, you're pretty lady. Right. You know, I'm like, okay, you've got everything you need to have, and, you know, and I mean, you got this great house. There is can... no limit on, you know, um, There's no limit fantasy. fantasy. No. Mm-hmm. Wishing for, or thinking about, I don't know, fantasy, you know, fantasy. Yeah. People can fantasize at any age, but, yeah, it does, uh, I don't know, it doesn't fit this, too much. The scene feels a little... Tacked on? Yeah. Yeah. But if it does lead to a sweet moment, like, he's trying to redeem him. And this is where Clark, I think, redeems himself as a character a little bit, slightly. With Ruby yeah. Sue, yeah. Yeah, there, Ruby there's, Sue. There's a yeah. sweet, the sweet tender yeah. moment yeah. With, with him and Ruby Sue. Uh, it's a cute little, it's a cute moment. Yeah, I mean, I get that, where it's like, look, you guys are in my house, I want you to have a good time. Even where he's, like, trying to do something good, you know? Reading the night before Christmas, you know, to all the family, because his dad used to do that. And a really good moment with him and Carl Reiner, where they're looking at him, and they're like, oh, no, it's your house. You know, you've always read this. You know, no, it's your house. I'm retiring. It's yours. Right. You have it now. I'm like, cool. Like, you know, Tradition. Cool. Like, the, the Christmas yeah. traditions. Those things yeah. stick in kids' heads. Yeah. You know? 
that stuff, if you've ever had a family tradition, I don't know if you guys ever had like a, a tradition on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day where you guys got together with your whole family yeah. and did certain things. Uh, yeah. Well, one half of the family at a time, you know. Right. But, yeah. on. but did you ever do that where you went and you did like one specific thing with your families? Um, go yeah. watch TV and eat snacks and... yeah. Oh, peanut, my, my aunt used to make chocolate peanut butter balls, but then oh, she moved to Florida. Good. <laughs> the state uh-huh. that eats all the old people. Yeah. <laughs> they, God's way not just run. the old people, yeah. they eat the young people too. Yeah. My brother lives there now too. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I had a, there was a Christmas tradition in my family yeah. when my my grandparents and my parents were still alive where yeah. now they all went, we all got together at my grandmother's house on Christmas Eve yeah. and we did a very special tradition thing. Mm-hmm. And then on Christmas day, we'd go to my aunt's house and we'd all, you know, do yeah. very specific things there too. Yeah. Unfortunately, all these people have passed away, so yeah. we don't do these things anymore. But my point is we used to, but these are things that stick in your head even when you were a child that you remember yeah. as an adult. Yeah. So it's one of those things. Yeah. One of my aunts had one of those weird, had those, some of those weird Christmas decorations that look like they're made out of little curled up bits of plastic, rainbow plastic. Yep. Shaped like a reindeer head. Chrissy had that, right? Auntie Chris? Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah wasn't her I don't know. They looked yeah. really old even yeah. when me as a kid. Right. Yeah. I, I remember one. You brought up a really and other aunt yeah. had always had fat Christmas trees. Like I've yeah. never seen such right. luminous Christmas yeah. trees. I, I, it was kind of like I remember that because it's like it was like a tree. This like when they unwrap the tree. It's like, well, it's too big. And I was like, okay, and it goes out of the house and stuff. It just kind of made I, me think of that. Yeah, but I thought I about her trees, too. I remember that. Well, hers yeah. weren't tall. They were They're just big. They're just wide. They are just wide. Like, yeah. it very clearly, like, it took up a, it took up a <laughs> significant <laughs> section of the living room. Okay. You know? <laughs> and didn't they have tinsel and stuff? Yeah, they were really sparkly. Right. Some yeah. Them. I mean, she really got into it. I mean, you brought back yeah. a good memory. I remember, like, when my and then grandma, people yeah, just yeah. moved to fucking Florida. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Florida yeah. destroys families. Yeah. I'm starting to think Bugs Bunny was right when I was sawing it off at the I'm thinking, what if, Florida was, what if Florida was like some kind of Stephen King eldritch abomination that fed on people? No, see, that's Life Massachusetts. <laughs> that, that's that that's that's Massachusetts. That's the H.P. Lovecraft, you know, feeding off of everything situation. Yeah. So, what if each section of a map in a game was a different horror writer? land. <laughs> well, I mean, in the game Secret World, you end up, you do end up meeting basically a Stephen King up in like this, <laughs> Maine, right? up in, yeah, in yeah, Maine, Maine. Yeah. Yeah. Covered, yeah. It's covered. Yeah. It's covered in like yeah. wet fish zombies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So um, in Maine, that would be renamed Dairy. It would be yep, full the Stephen whole King thing would yeah. be stuff. Yeah. And then you'd have Lovecraft land in, around Massachusetts, full of yeah. Massachusetts. Eldritch, Eldritch horror. Yeah. It, the whole thing Cosmic just called horror. Arkham. Yeah, yeah, that, that's it. So wait, oh God, so what is is Florida Heinlein? Because he's that's sci-fi, but that's where Robert Heinlein is. Florida is like the infected. I mean, um, no, uh, I guess Heinlein because he got all space stuff down there, Cape mm-hmm. Canaveral and, and shit like uh-huh. that. Uh. Well, that's an interesting thought. If you just had an RPG with different. With the whole country or world or whatever is just redrawn and everything's a different horror theme. That's it. Damn, that, 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 
I want. I want to see that. I mean, most of Texas is. No, yeah. Wait, where was the hills have eyes? Was that like mm. in the desert, or was Are you that like Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Was that in Texas? Mm. I assume so. Potentially, it was in Utah. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just that's just Mormon. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, Mormon's a whole other crazy. Yeah, no, especially that type of yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so, I have I too many yeah. ideas and not enough resources. Yeah. I need resources. So, but we're talking yeah. Christmas right yeah, now. Yeah, so, which is horror in itself. Yeah, so but where it does become horror itself is where like Clark literally like requests that and then Eddie gets Frank. Kidnaps his boss, yeah, and, and Clark is like, "Oh, I'd like to see him delivered here yeah. with a bow on his head." Yeah, yeah, and then brings brings his boss there to you know admits that he canceled the bonuses but reinstates them. That was once he gets too, called out for it. That's yeah. way too fast. Somebody, it was quick. You're right. Some yeah. asshole who's thinking about cutting people's bonuses. Well, it isn't going to cave like that. Yeah. Right? Well, no, gonna... he caves in front of his wife. Yeah. Oh. That's what happens. Is well, when everyone, the SWAT team is coming right. in. Right. The SWAT team's coming in. He's he's just been, you got to remember, he's been pulled out of his house in the middle of the night on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Yeah. By this crazy man, gets thrown into this other house with one of his employees who he vaguely recognizes. Yeah. But suddenly, oh, wait, yeah, this guy... Hey, I've said I've seen this guy. Oh wait, it's about the Christmas bonuses. <sighs> then his I wife know. walks in and says, "You didn't." Yeah. Oh, tell me you didn't. What a sleazy way to save a buck. Right, like. But the, the if he's that much of a psychopath or something, why shouldn't he care what she thinks? Because he's because not that much. Wife. Because it's his yeah. wife, and he has to live with her. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, a uh, uh, CEO doing that th- in, in this, know, this day and age, day and age yeah. is, is praised as a uh, as a as a go getter. Yeah, who praises that? Uh, yeah. Not the common as workers, a, uh, crypto bros. Yeah, they're right. In the uh, but I do love the fact that I didn't notice this until last night. I've seen this movie so many times. But Beverly D'Angelo is holding Chevy Chase's crotch. Yes, she is. <laughs> yeah. she is. I, I never figured out the reason why, but they're all frozen, and she's just hunched over, holding his dick. Yeah. As they're doing that, and then when she's like, "Okay, this is my wife," she reaches out, with handshake, "Welcome to our home," and goes right and back, right back to where she was. Yep. Like, like it's just like nothing explained. The look on Chevy Chase's face, I wonder if that was scripted. Or anything. I was wondering like, um, what are we doing? Like, why? He, he wasn't about to tell her to stop either. So. Right, yeah. It just was the SWAT team coming in and I think it just was kind of a thing of the time, but it's like a rich guy got kidnapped, and if anybody else got kidnapped, they probably send a few officers out. Right. Mm-hmm. This is a SWAT yeah, team yeah, because he's like a millionaire yeah, or whatever. Yeah, but the whole Chicago PD is there. Right. So when they hit he has a ha- change of heart, and he says, you know what, I'm going to reinstate it. He says, whatever you got last time, just put on 20%. That, that last time was $7,500, so 20% of that, so it'd be $9,000 altogether. Jesus. That's a lot of buying power in 1989. Yup. Yeah, that's a lot of buying power. Considering the average, I have this here, but the average mortgage at the time was was <laughs> was ninety thousand dollars. 
Do you know what mortgage means? <laughs> like the actual like word like Mor- death death pledge. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah. Death pledge. Yeah. That sounds death so pledge. much cooler. Yeah. Or dystopian. I, I can't yeah. decide which. Yeah. It's like yes to both. Yeah. And, you know, the family go outside when Rocky and Ruby Sue believe they see Santa Claus in the distance. And Clark actually. Wasn't that after the explosion? Yeah, I'm getting to that point. But the, you know, but the uh, Clark actually tells him it's the Christmas star. And then he finally realizes what the holiday means to him. They're having this really beautiful moment. Everything is coming together, and Uncle Lewis, you know, says... That probably explains the fantasy he was having. Because if he's fantasizing about, like, what if things were different, and he didn't have this family stuff, but then at the end, if he appreciates his family, I guess that's a teensy bit of character growth. That does remind me of my favorite absolute thing with... The physical comedy of the movie is when he's stuck in the attic early. Oh, yes. yeah. I forgot that. But if you see this, I think this is cut a little bit. Oof. But you see that very slight moment when they pull the door. Yes. Where um, they pull the cord and it's Chevy Chase's face. Of, <gasps> and as he falls. Yeah. Uh, you think still that was real? I think it was real. Oh. I honestly think it was real. I've read some other stuff that they did. Oh, t- I got it. He- Well, I mean, John Hughes was, you know, a very fair director, but sometimes he would do stuff if improv came about or something was, you know, for the scene, he kind of let it go. I'm just thinking of Alan Rickman falling in Die Hard. Do it on three. What the... Yeah. yeah, it is to get a real... That was a legit reaction out of that man. Yeah. 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 I mean, honestly, it was one of the best damn death scenes in the world. I miss Alan Rickman. Yeah. I just wish uh, he'd actually, at some point in the history of ever, had gotten a role as an actual good person. Yeah. True. Because mm. Snape um, doesn't count. You didn't see um, uh, the haircut movie. Yeah. Airspray? No. Yeah. Uh, what about the uh, the one he did with Tim Allen? He was basically a Spock role. Well, he was, he was still a oh. prick in that. Oh, shit. Galaxy Quest? Yeah, Galaxy Quest, yeah. He was still a prick in that. Yeah. That ended up being a good one, though. But uh, this, that he, uh, like, Uncle Lewis uh, says that the light is actually from the sewage treatment plant and reminds Clark that Eddie had been dumping RV sewage and storm drain. Clark could stop it, you know. (laughs) Uncle Lewis lights the cigar, tosses a match, and a giant gas explosion, which sets the Santa sleigh decoration on fire (laughs) and launching it into the sky. And my God, it is great. They just like slow motion. They're like, oh my God, there. I don't think the kids don't even realize Santa's on fire and twirling as the reindeer just kind of go along with it. You know, just like, what the hell happened? And, you know, when they did, Bethany's doing the Star Spangled Banner, everybody's joining in. Play ball! Hey. <laughs> And the entire family, along with the Shirley's and the SWAT team, you know, they uh, celebrate and Clark is satisfied that he provided a great family Christmas with his family. And was it? <laughs> it was a family Christmas. Yeah. Welcome to our house. What's left of it? <laughs> say, did, no relatives died this time, at least. The cat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with Eddie going, uh, she used up all those lives. At least the first movie, the dog that died was a fucking asshole. Yeah. This cat did not deserve to. No, the cat was going after the squirrel. No, the dog. The dog did, yeah. The cat just was chewing on the Christmas tree wires. 
Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, nobody, the, the cat didn't deserve that, yeah. Uh, the cat was just there. Yeah. We, we didn't have any, uh, Christmas trees for, oh, I don't, I don't know. I'd like to have a Christmas tree, but I don't trust the cats. Yeah. Every time I take out the little plastic, little rotating op- fiber optic one, um, that rotates and shit, they, they just want to, like, chew on it, and I'm like, fine, I'll put it away. <laughs> so all we ever have for a Christmas tree is a picture of a Christmas tree I cut out of a newspaper and I taped to the wall and I wrote cat proof tree on it. <laughs> a little star on it. And, and um, it just stays it works. on the, It stays on the wall. We just put presents in that Nearby. Part. Yeah. yeah in the <laughs> and it just stays so, there year round. So it's under the tree. I forget and it's yeah. just there. Um, <laughs> I, I really do like this movie though. Yeah, it's a I, solid. I, I enjoy. I enjoy this one year after year. I feel like it's a good. It's a good thing to have on in the background at Christmas, along yeah. with like. Uh, yeah, it's, shit. What's the other one? Yeah, Santa with muscles. No, Christmas, Christmas store. store. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Santa Popular with, choice. but Santa with muscles is my is my must every year. Oh, that's a it's good one. So it's so dumb. It's fun. it's it's so dumb. It's, it's great. It's just not well known. Nah, no, it's, it's on YouTube because no one's defending it. Yeah, and it no should, one defending the shit. It no. hasn't become a Christmas staple like uh, Christmas Story or it is with me. National. It is Christmas with me. Vacation. It is great. It is so good. I think it would deserve to become a Christmas. <laughs> Apparently, it's this silly. movie yeah. is actually on TV today. I'm dating it. What? This movie is on TV today. If you put this movie into your Google and check it out, it says, oh, if you want to watch it today, it's on this channel or this channel or this channel. Huh. Yep. Okay. So, yeah. So this movie is still playing right now, even though it's not Christmas time. And it's not even July. It's just March. March. Lousy smart smart sweater. (laughs) So yeah, so yeah, so if you want to watch it today, or no matter what day it is when you listen to this, you can watch it. Yay! All right, so yeah, I mean that's that's Christmas Vacation. You've you know if you if you're listening to this episode, you've seen Christmas Vacation, whether Probably. you think you've seen it. <laughs> if you don't think you've seen it, you've seen it. It's kind of how that works. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna take. What about a, other countries, though? I don't know. Well, I mean, it's probably been translated. I, don't know. I, I know that's okay. I. Somebody in my free company in Final Fantasy fourteen. he lives in Brazil, and we were talking about these movies because I mentioned what we were doing on the podcast, and he was telling me about all the weirdly translated titles that these nice. that, that oh, the, these movies get. I hadn't written it down because he just reminded me of it now. I'm going to try to look up a couple of them, <laughs> but it's just the, wany, the, the, the zany, wacky adventures of dad and fam or something. <laughs> Like that. I don't remember exactly. I'll see if I can find one when we do our quick little break here. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I figure we'll take a quick break, hear a little bit about 4041 Media, and when we come back, it's not going to be fantasy casting. I have a little surprise to, that we're gonna that we're gonna do here. That's I think you'll enjoy because we, you know, it's kind of hard to do fantasy casting when you got the same same cast in yeah. the whole movie, not counting almost. the kids, but but yeah, but I mean, it's the same, the same characters. Cast. So it's like over and over. It's just like I have an idea, and I think I can probably do this idea again next week because it's another vacation. There's movie. so many. There's so. only so many times that someone could say, "Oh, what about Pierce Hearth Hawthorne?" Right. Pretty much, yeah. So <laughs> for everyone, we're gonna yeah. take a quick break, and we'll be right back with uh, a little surprise. 
Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. Hello, and we're back. Okay. Yeah, just remember here at MovieTheaterTimeMachine.com, join our mailing list. I missed that one before the break. Sorry. But yes, so... um, I have an idea in place of fantasy casting uh, this week and potentially next. Uh, yeah. We're not replacing fantasy casting, but uh, as Kaz was saying before the break, it's a little tough to do the same fantasy casting jokes for the same, technically the same cast yeah. uh, every week. So I have stolen, I mean, <clears throat> borrowed the idea for. Borrowed. Yes. Uh, the idea for a uh, four player game from a podcast that I'm a big fan of called Flip the Table. Flip the Table is a podcast from four dorks in Maine uh, who love reviewing and playing and reviewing cheesy, weird, and obscure board games. Each one of their episodes, they have a battle of wits where they basically compete with each other. They have a bunch of different games they play. And the one that I have stolen, uh, I mean borrowed, is appropriately titled the IMDb game, mm. but uh, I'm calling it the movies Dan would rather watch than another goddamn vacation movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where, wherein I'm going to take basically the main cast of this of this movie, uh, find another movie that they have been in, one I would prefer to have watched, and <laughs> I'm going to read you uh, how many ratings they've had. Uh, keywords to the movie, that sort of thing, and you guys need to guess the star rating on IMDb as of 3.30 a.m. this morning, because that's <laughs> when I actually sat down and put all this together because I forgot to do it. I was, I was asleep. <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> all right, dig so, it. All righty. So, and basically, whoever gets the closest, like, to, it's like to the decimal point, so 8.1, 6.2, whatever. Okay. How high are the ratings? Uh, up to 10. Okay. okay. Uh, so... Starting this off, we're going to go with the main cast, obviously. Main character, Chevy Chase. Okay. Uh, the I movie... Need a new pen. We need a new pen. There I are need... pens everywhere in this. I got it. Yay. You got it okay. for me. Thank you. So, uh, Chevy Chase. Uh, the movie I would have wa- rather watched that he is in uh, than this one was 2010's Hot Tub Time Machine, which is a movie that keeps coming up whenever you try to look up our podcast. Yeah. I love which I kind of like that, you know, I kind of like that we're vaguely associated with. Yeah. That makes me happy. All right, so. One of my on, favorite movies. Uh, in a hot tub time machine, Chevy Chase plays the hot tub repairman, who may or may not actually be real. It's a weird movie. You should watch it. It's pretty it's Nicky, pretty you both Nicky Cass are looking like, what does that mean? No, and I'm, I'm just, like, I know what it means. I'm just thinking of the uh, cable repairman from Pleasantville. Yeah. Do they come from the same Played magical room? You know what? Maybe. Maybe. Because yeah. that's Maybe actually a very good sort of transition sort of yeah. person-esque sort of, yeah. Dig, right. they, that's actually a very yeah. good sort of, yeah. yeah. Mm. 
So out of 179,000 ratings that people have given this movie uh, on uh, IMDb, uh, this movie involves keywords involving time travel, ski resort, and debauchery. Yes. (laughs) How many stars do you think movie Hot Tub Time Machine got within the uh, within the tenth place. Oh God! All right. That's, this Feel is free. hard. This is hard for me because I have, I have to take I have to take my own personal feelings out yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. And so that's f- feel hard. free to talk through it. Because remember, just like just I like have, whose line, yeah. the rules are made up and the points don't matter. So mm-hmm. whoever wins, that's fine. Oh. Yeah. I know it's a movie that yeah. people like. Yeah, I I really considering have no it's a cult classic, I would say it's above seven. So I'm going to say eight point two. I okay. love this movie, but I I'm not 8. sure 1 because yeah. I don't know. It just seems the thing is, I think eight point one. You're doing uh, the yeah. places right thing. Yeah. The thing is, I think it's actually lower than that. Yeah. Because because of how much I love it doesn't mean that people actually like it as much as me. But I have heard Um, a lot of people praise it, though. I really, really like it, but I'm actually going to give it like a 7.3. Just because I don't think it's actually as high as I might like it. I I would give this movie like 10 out of 10 because I love it so much. Hop hop on to Lugal and give it a review. Yeah. You don't understand the I do. <laughs> yeah, I still haven't seen the second one. Yeah. I haven't either, but there's reasons I haven't seen the second one. That's because John Cusack's not in it. Yeah. Oh, fuck that. Exactly. Yeah. All right, so out of 179,000 ratings, yeah. Hot Tub Time Machine has 6.4 stars, which wow. means just gets the point. See? Oh, See? See what I mean? Like, okay. I wasn't going to give it as high as I thought. Uh-huh. See? All right. Yeah. All righty. Yeah. So, uh, next cast member, uh, the next highest billing, in my opinion, Beverly D'Angelo. Yeah. Uh, she has been in a much more recent movie, uh, mm-hmm. specifically one from last year, where she played the character Gertrude in the movie Violent Night. Oh, man, Ooh. I haven't seen that. 2022's Violent Night. Uh, 66,000 uh, ratings. Uh, the keywords include mercenary... Man stabbed in face and Santa. Yeah. Yeah. So, 2022's Violent Night, where Santa beats up John Leguizamo. Uh, yeah. Who, by the way, is named, is who, by the way, is named Scrooge in really? this movie? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Hopper yeah. beats up. Hopper beats up John Leguizamo. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna go with movies are probably lower than I think and I imagine I might just get screwed because now that I'm changing tactics it might yeah. bite me yeah. in the ass yeah. I'm thinking 6.4 yeah okay. I'm gonna say 7.3 7.3 okay. I'm gonna go higher actually I'm gonna go within like an 8.2 because I've heard really good things about this movie yeah okay so out of 66,000 ratings Violent Night 2022 gets 6.7 stars. Oh, Kaz go Kaz. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, you said 6.4, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was, okay, yeah. 6.4 is 6.7. Yeah, so, okay. So it's the closest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All righty. So, next up, Juliette Lewis, who played Audrey Ooh. in this one. She's Movie I'm things. going for is where she played Mallory Knox in 1994's Natural Born Natural Killers. Natural Born Killers, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Out of 240,000 ratings, uh, keywords include nothing funny that I could actually find, so I didn't put any of these keywords down. Yeah. Because I went through the whole list and was just like, it's all just murder, murder, yeah, murder, 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 murder. It's murder, her and Woody Harrelson fucking killing people, yeah. bro. I mean. So, 
1994, Natural Born Killers. I'm going to say 5.4. 5.4, okay. 4.3. 4.3. And Joss? 6.5. 6.5. You all you all underbid. Yeah. Um, the actual, as of 3.30 in the morning, uh, was 7.2 stars. Oh, yeah. shit. Joss gets the point. I was going a little bit higher because I was like... Natural Born Killers is, is has been out for a long time, yeah. but I know that people like it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I remember seeing tapes of it for a while. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, Rusty, as played by Johnny Galecki. <laughs> Johnny Galecki would eventually go on to be Leonard in the awful, awful Big Bang Theory show. Yeah, yeah. It's not like the Big Bang Theory. I fucking hate the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Come at me, internet. Uh, <laughs> but the movie I'm going with on this one is instead Vanilla Sky from 2001. Oh, Chris, Ooh. I have not seen Vanilla Sky. Where he played a character named Peter Brown. See, okay. Yeah, see, I've seen him. <laughs> I saw him in, oh God, what's the name of that movie? Um, with, um, fuck, what is, what's the hell's her name? I don't know. She played Wednesday Adams. Oh, um, Christina Ricci? Christina Ricci. I don't say, I say, we're talking recent Wednesday? Yeah. No. Uh, Uh. The opposite of sex. He played okay. a gay guy. Yeah. I did. I did see that. You pop saw up that. Uh, I saw it pop okay. up in the in the list too. Yeah. So. Yeah, Vanilla guess... Sky, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Right? Yeah, Tom Cruise. I've okay. never seen Vanilla so Sky. So out of two hundred seventy-three thousand yeah. ratings, I, I didn't say anything yet though. Okay. Uh, oh, 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 sorry. Out of two hundred seventy-three thousand ratings, keywords. Keywords. Yeah, yeah. the keywords include dream, amnesia, and reference to Bjork. So two thousand one's Vanilla Sky. Starring uh, uh, Scientology's own uh, Tom Cruise, what do we yeah. think the uh, star yeah. rating is? I don't know, seven point two. Yeah, I know right. it's a movie that maybe because I have to. I, I gotta say six point nine. Okay. <laughs> oh one. All right. So yeah. and Joss. I'm gonna go with a five point four. Yeah. 5.4. Okay, so uh, one thing I should have mentioned about this game at the very beginning, uh, if you get exactly spot on, it's worth five points. Oh, okay. And okay. one of you got exactly spot on. Oh, yeah. that's why you mentioned this. The, the, uh, the uh, star rating yeah. is 6.9. Good job. Oh, nice. Good job. Yeah. So nice. five points. So we currently have Nick in the lead with five points. <laughs> Joss nice. with two and Kaz with one. Nice. So, Nice. <laughs> Next up, I was going to do something with Julia Louis Dreyfus, but she's much more TV focused. Yeah. She was in North. Yeah. She was in yes. the movie North. Yeah. That's all I know. Which, she's ironically, more... Jason Alexander played her husband. I know. Yeah. So instead, I'm actually going to go with her husband from this movie, Nicholas Guest, I, I uh, who played Todd. Okay, okay yeah. Todd. Nicholas Guest mostly does voices and a lot of voice work. Okay. Um, specifically, the one I uh, kind of honed in on this one is from Big Hero 6, where he was additional voices. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to talk about Big Hero 6. <laughs> you all right, hon? <laughs> you just wanted to do Big Hero 6. Yes, because Big Hero 6 is a great movie. Yeah. Watch it. I love it. We fell out of a window. <laughs> so it's Big Hero Six, the the year of which I forgot to write down, it's but like it's fairly recent. Yeah, 
Out of 471,000 reviews okay. and ratings, with the yeah. keywords including superhero, robot, and cat. Yep. <laughs> what do you think the star rating of Big Hero 6 is? I love Big Hero 6. I know 6. that a lot of people liked it, but it didn't do super good at the box office compared to... Compared to home, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what the other what but these are these are this. these are ratings after the fact as well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just gonna. Can I just say seven point three for everything that people like? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna say eight point seven, considering it's got a it's got a ride or something, and I yeah. saw some stuff at Universal with it. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I will go eight point two. I'll go 8.2. directly in the middle. Yeah. Okay. So, um. It is very close between... I think this might actually be a tie, because the actual star rating is 7.8 stars. So it's so between Joss Cass is, and... Joss yeah. is within five, and so is Cass. So, so, so we each tied. get a point, or we, do we have we'll to split each, the point? We'll say you each get a point. Uh, so so bam, bam, we split so, the difference. So we're at five, three, and two. Uh, for our Now for our final uh, entry in this list, Randy Quaid. Uh, well known, like well known, uh, popular nut job Randy Quaid yeah. was in a little like uh, indie movie back in 1996 called right. Independence Day. Yes, yeah, you may you may have heard about it. Yeah, you said 1996. The only movie I could think of with Randy Quaid in it was Independence Day. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, where he fl- <laughs> yeah, where he played the character Russell Case, and yeah. he was the first one to actually deal a real solid blow to the alien invasion. Yeah. This where he screams, "Up yours!" Yeah. So by I've far, most- movie. I've never seen this movie before. It's ever. a well-known movie, but mm-hmm. also it's easy to criticize the whole uh, stupid way they take out the aliens yeah. Yeah. with a computer virus yeah. on a Mac. Yeah. A computer virus on a Mac. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and speaking of that, uh, of the Mac, that's that comes up here. Um, so, out of the most ratings of any of the movies so far, oh, out of five hundred eighty-three thousand ratings, yeah, keywords including exotic dancer, product placement, and flatulence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because when he's when Will Smith is pulling the alien yeah. in the desert, yeah. it keeps making noises that yeah. sound like farts. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's the truth. So, 1996 Independence Day. What, what go, comedy stars? I'm gonna go with 7.3. 7.3. Sounds... Yeah. All right. All right. I'm gonna say it's a Will Smith movie. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be rated pretty well. I'm gonna say 8.0. Okay. I'm gonna go with 7.4 because. Yeah. The, it's the Independence Day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, both of you, uh, there were two of you that were quite close, yeah. but Kaz was closer. Huh? Kaz is a 7.0. Yeah. Ah. So, yeah. let's see. Kaz has a grand total. I lost, I lost my page. So, Josh says one, two, three points. Kaz has one, two, one, three, two points. three points. And Nick, with the, with with the one spot, spot on, on five. wins with five points. <laughs> I win with minimal effort. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> By saying 6.9. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that, that is the, the IMDb game. Stolen, like from, this, stolen from the Flip the Table podcast. Yeah. I want to do a personal thanks to the host of that podcast, uh, the everyone's favorite party clown, Flip Flory. Yeah. Professional wrestling enthusiast Jer- uh, uh, Jared Hunnefeld, Professor Laser Books, and mm. moderator Chris. Uh, mm. Those those four nerds have gotten me through 
so many shifts at work, yeah. like where otherwise I would just kind of lose my, lose my mind. Unfortunately, the podcast they're not doing it anymore. They did had a final like final season, but they've got like a hundred some odd episodes, and they still do occasional like sh- they show up at like SnowCon, which is uh, like in Bangor, Maine, which is a like little hey, backdoor yeah. backdoor Comic Con sort yeah. of thing. It's totally a fun podcast to yeah. to, to listen to. They yeah. say they are much. Much cleaner, like language-wise, than we are. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's fun to listen to with kids, and they they do reviews of just so many weird, cheesy, obscure board games. Mm. Like they they did one on Dream Phone. Oh, Dream and, Phone, and like the, there was an ongoing thing about being sucked into the fifty-eight K modem dimension. <laughs> um, they have it. Just it's it's a fun podcast. Check them out. I love those guys. Nice, so. dude. Nice. Uh, this was fun. Yeah. This is a good one. And I believe I can put another one together for next week. Yeah. All right. Yeah, this is a good one. Yeah. So, um, just want to remind you, while we're doing shout-outs, I do want to uh, give a shout-out to my buddy Brian of the Beeline Podcast, who is doing a fantastic job and growing by the minute. Good job, Brian. Um, Yeah, he he really, yeah, he's on YouTube. If you look up the Beeline show, the B-Line um, he is doing an awesome job, and I mean, he even got to interview Tommy Chung. Nice, Tommy. Yeah, and nice. you know, and uh, very, very, very many people, and does a live on the line every Sunday night at nine Eastern Standard Time. Um, is a really, really, really funny, funny guy. Um, he was. Uh, I interviewed him on our show on on our YouTube channel, where him and I talked about the. Um, we talked about the coming Good Burger 2 and why Good Burger is an outstanding classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, he texts. It's, it's, it's the most aggressively 90s movie yeah, I think yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. So, what's the sequel going to be yeah. like? Will it also well, be aggressive? They, they announced a few days before recording this uh, Keenan Thompson and Kale Mitchell. They're like, no, they're, do- they're actually doing it this summer. Uh, okay. They're recording it and releasing it hopefully this fall. Good so, burger. So it'll in, be in, aggressively 2020. Yeah. So yeah. Good, good burger yeah. in the yeah. time of pandemic. Yeah. So he, he texted me. He's like, I just cried. Aww. And my kids don't know why. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, we get you. I'm like, this is for us. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, uh, I was on his show. Like, this looks about, like a kid's movie. No, yeah. the fuck it is. Yeah. <laughs> I was on his show back in January. We reviewed movies coming up. Yeah, and uh, he, he does a really good job. So check him out, you know, BelineShow.com, I think. Um, but he just he does a great job all around. Um, as for us, and the next week is Vegas vacation. Vegas vacation. Vegas vacation. The first, vacation the first one and, that drops yeah. the national lampoon from the title. Yeah. Yes. Because it's just Vegas vacation. Yes. Yeah. Dig it. All right. We'll check you soon. Be good. Take care of yourself, but don't be too good.